All right, good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Stock Showdown. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson, here with a very special guest uh, that would be Sean Mullaney. I want to thank Lauren Ball for making this uh, connection with Sean Mullaney and getting him on the Stock Showdown podcast. Uh, a little bit of background on Sean. Uh, Sean is right now working on, or I believe the book is out. He wrote a book called Solo 401k. Um, it looks like it drops, according to Miss Ball here, October the 4th. So that's about a week and a half from now. Excited to see that one drop. Uh, but Sean is uh, draining wrong reasons, stability, a regular paycheck. That's what we're all doing right now as Americans uh, for all the wrong reasons, uh, reliable 401k contributions, uh, et cetera. And that's why kind of his inspiration behind the book, uh, Solo 401k. So there are many different attributes uh, within the Solo 401k and how to kind of do things to protect yourselves, uh, given these economic uncertainties that are plaguing this, not just this country, but globally. Uh, so we're really intrigued to hear more about that and the book from our very own Sean Mullaney. Thank you, Sean, for joining us on the Stock Showdown podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. So Sean, the the inspiration uh, behind the book. Uh, you know, every author has an inspiration, you know, why why you wrote the book. So we'll dive right into not just, you know, your background, but if you want to get into the background, uh, please feel free to get into your background. But the inspiration behind the book, Sean, why, why write the book? Yeah, there are two things that are going on with the book, right? The first one is my own story, right? I like to say about the solo 401k, I'm both a pusher and a user. So that's a fancy way of saying that I uh, was a W-2 worker for a long time. I had a long career in corporate tax, and that was a great career. But I ultimately had that itch to go out on my own. I opened my own financial planning firm in the year 2019. And as a solopreneur myself, somebody who works for myself, uh, I have the solo 401k in my own life, and I see it with my clients, right? And I think we're seeing trends around the world's changing. When I was going to college in the late 90s, it was like, oh, have a great career, find a big employer and work somewhere 20, 30 years. And I think that model is is changing and it's going away for a whole host of reasons. We live in a tech-enabled world, so it's becoming easier to work for oneself. And I think a lot of employers are, are rethinking this long-term 20, 30-year W-2 uh, relationship. And so I think folks need to position themselves to be able to work for themselves. And part of that is retirement savings. That doesn't go away when we start working for ourselves. If anything, it becomes more challenging, but the opportunity also expands. And that's a big part of the reason why I wrote the book about my favorite retirement account for solopreneurs like myself, the solo 401k. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, you know, I think you're hitting the nail on the head right there as far as the uh, evolution of, of, you know, working, you know, it's not like, you know, when my, you know, whatever grandfather was working as the same employer straight out of high school, or like, even if they went to college back then, it was few and far between work there 40, 50, 60 years, some cases get a, you know, pension, get a retirement account. If there was even those that existed back then too. And that was it. That was the end of the day. Now I feel like everybody's, you know, switching jobs every almost every two, two to three years um, where you're getting, you know, whatever, seven, eight, you know, 10 employers throughout your, throughout your professional career. Um, so yeah, definitely seeing that. And, you know, I think the pandemic has also exasperated the employment situation and, and how 
you know, individuals think about their future and how employees or employers think about the future of their employees as well. So a lot of interesting stuff. Do you go into any of that um, uh, in the book at all? Yeah. So in the book, I go through the history of American retirement savings. Right. And so the granddaddy was the defined benefit pension plan. And that, of course, went away for a whole host of reasons. It, it was disadvantageous for the employer because now they're paying people who don't work for them substantial sums of money. Right? That's not a good way to make a profit. And then it was bad for the employee, particularly under today's model. Like you're saying, William, we've got this model of, you know, I'm not going to work for somebody for 10 years. In my last job, I worked for an employer for se almost seven and a half years. I think that almost makes me my own relic, right? Who's going to be working for somebody for seven and a half years? Now, that still exists. I'm not here to say that doesn't exist. But in today's workplace environment, you're seeing a lot of shifting of jobs, employers, and even careers. I'm on my second career, right? So uh, these things happen. And I think, you know, the book goes through some of that history of, all right, here we were at pensions and then we had IRAs and 401ks and sort of this is the new phase, right? Where we're moving to a, a model where a lot of Americans are going to be working for themselves and so they need to be able to control their own retirements and that's where the solo 401k comes in. Awesome. Um, yeah, the uh, solo 401k has me intrigued because um, some, some excerpts uh, that I think you know might be in the book again, according to Ms. Paul here, and, uh, you can obviously speak to speak to some of this is um, the recession, sort of recession proofing your retirement. I don't care again, if it's a regular 401k, an IRA, or again, if you can speak to this, the solo 401k, is there, I guess, advantages that a solo 401k can offer that a regular 401k can't, I guess, in times of economic uncertainty like we are right now? So I'd go to two features of the solo 401k that I think make it better than the 401k in many instances. One is control, right? So when you go to a large employer, they have their own 401k. They have the platform, they offer the menu of these 30 mutual funds or whatever it may be. When you're doing a solo 401k, you've got total control over that because you choose the platform, the financial institution, you have access to their menu of investment options. That's probably gonna be a lot greater than 30, you know, you know, 30 or 40 funds that might be in a typical large employer 401k. The second thing is contribution limits, right? So think about when you're a W-2 employer, you know, you might be happy with, hey, you know, they offer a 50% match on the first 6% I put into my 401k. So if you make $100,000 by my math, 6%, 50% match, that's $3,000. That's nice. I'm not going to say no to that. But when, you're, uh, when you've got a solo 401k, you determine the employer match. And it could be up to 20%, depending on the, the structure, 25% of your earnings. Right. So the employer match can be five, six, seven times. I've got a great example in the beginning of the book about that, how one person making 100,000 at W-2 maybe gets a 3,000 employer match, while somebody who's got a solo 401k with about 100,000 of income could do about 18,500, six times the contribution. Um, and lastly, there's no vesting, right? So when you go to an employer, you get that employer match, but maybe it vests over two, three, four, five years. Uh, you're immediately vested in all your solo 401k contributions, employee and employer. So I think, you know, and then just bringing it back to sort of downtimes, 
Um, sometimes when things aren't going so good, that's the time to get a little greedy. Now, I'm not advocating for greed, but what I am saying is, you know, a lot of folks do very well with their retirement planning because they were in, you know, the market during the downtimes. They were buying in during, you know, down markets. And if you have higher limitations and more control and, and all that stuff, it can all compound so that in retirement, these things work out real well for you because you were working for yourself uh, during a down market. Great explanation. Um, yeah, I think, you know, a lot of kids, at least my students right now, it, you know, it doesn't, you know, the word retirement doesn't, it doesn't resonate with them. So, yeah, you know, whatever they're seeing right now, and I love to talk about it because uh, I teach, uh, you know, some marketing classes, but we're focusing right now on economics and how that can play into marketing. Um, and right now, you know, front and center is what the, you know, what the Fed's doing with interest rates and then how can it impact consumer spending and, and the slowdown economically that's happening. Um, so I, you know, they, they don't really place a lot of emphasis on their retirement, but uh, I think if they can understand it now and, and kind of how to recession proof this, like through a, uh, through a solo 401k, I, I think it's very advantageous uh, to know about that now before it's too late. Um, now, the solo 401k, like you were saying, that, you know, the the contribution that you can, you know, provide um, is up to you, the the entrepreneur, right? The, the, the person itself. Um, now, how does that differ? And again, this is mostly for my high school students. Um, how would that differ from if one just wanted to set up an IRA, an individual retirement account? Why would they want to do the solo on 401k as opposed to an IRA? So there are two things to keep in mind there, right? One is eligibility for solo 401k. In order to do a solo 401k, one has to have their own trader business, right? Their own self-employment income. It could be from a side hustle. It could be from full-time self-employment. Um, so the solo 401k isn't for everyone, but I would say it's for more and more folks uh, as the world changes. Um, but then the biggest difference once you qualify for the solo 401k is limitation, right? So you think about a like a Roth IRA, that's a great uh, investment account, a great way of doing tax advantage retirement savings for, for one's future. When you're under 50 years old, the current limit is about $6,000 is $6,000 a year. I'm guessing that's going to go to like 6,500 in 2023, just a guess, right? Solo 401k has much higher limitations, right? And, and the limits are governed by two things. One is the tax rules and two, the amount of self-employment income you earn. But I'll just give you a really quick example. Let's say you had 100,000 of self-employment income on your Schedule C. I go through this example in my book. Under today's limits, you can get about 39,000 into a solo 401k because you get to make an employee contribution of 20,500, I'm assuming you're under 50 years old, and then an employer contribution, right? As a solopreneur, you're both the employee and the, and the employer. You can get to put another 18,500 or so in there. So. The solo 401k has just an incredible, you know, incredible power in terms of limitation and how much you could potentially get in there. But then last but not least, solo 401k and something like a Roth IRA are not mutually exclusive, right? Meaning, you know, there are going to be solopreneurs out there who contribute to their solo 401k and then on the side contribute maybe to their own Roth IRA. Yeah, I think, you know, as a, you know, person <laughs> Uh, any person should explore all avenues and, and try to maximize their income stream and cash flow 
uh, during those retirement years. And uh, I try to tell my students, it's not about how much money that you make, it's about how much money that you can put away. Um, so always pay yourself first before you pay anything else. Um, whether that wanna be your, like you said, 401k or IRA, it doesn't matter that you, you do one, you can do them both um, and decide to you know maximize and take advantage of all of them. So excellent, excellent. Thank you, Sean. Um, so the book drops on uh, October 4th, Cor correct me if I'm wrong. That's correct. Can uh, pre-orders, taking pre-orders or? Yep, so uh, right now we're talking uh, late September. You can absolutely uh, pre-order it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or some other outlets, uh, but it doesn't ship until October 4th. And then yeah, October 4th, it ships, you know, if you're prime, I guess you can get it in two days or whatever, but uh, yeah, so excited to get that out there. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pounding the pavement, getting the word out. Cause you know, I think the, the world's just changing. And, you know, I think about high schoolers and um, you know, if you're in high school, um, we don't know. I mean, the world is changing and I don't know that high schoolers can just think about, yeah, I'm going to have my long career. You know, I think nimbleness is going to be so important in the, in the economy of tomorrow, right? One, you know, for five, 10 years, you have one career and then for another, you know, you have a second career and then you work for yourself, right? I think the high school students that I think are gonna be the ones who have the most success are not necessarily the ones who get the A plus grades uh, or the ones who are even athletes, although that can obviously help too, but it's gonna be the ones who are nimble, who understand that, you know, in, in the economy, the pace of change is gonna be quite rapid. Um, so I, I think, uh, you know, in this line for high school students, it's all about being nimble and understanding how you support yourself today may not be the way you support yourself tomorrow. That was beautiful, beautiful. Um, being able to adapt. Uh, obviously, I think businesses all had to be able to adapt and pivot uh, due to the pandemic, um, not just businesses, but individuals as well as, you know, reinventing themselves and their skill sets, perhaps again, laid off from a, an employer and basically had to pivot and, and reinvent who they were uh, to continue to be employed uh, and, and put food on the table. So I, I couldn't argue, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Sean, as far as being nimble and being able to adapt to, you know, the hand that you dealt uh, for these high schoolers going up in this day and age. Um, so with the with the book on the release, and again, you know, different things that you get into with, you know, 401ks and solo 401ks in particular, what kind of advice right now? Um, because again, like you had said in a previous question, that you can really invest in, your, you, you know, different choices, different options, rather than being fixated on you got to get this Vanguard fund or this Fidelity fund, and these are your only choices. Um, and you have kind of carte blanche, so to speak, of what you can invest in in the solo 401k. What kind of recommendations would you um, give to, I guess, new entrepreneurs right now uh, who want to set up a solo 401k and are, are kind of nervous right now because of the economic climate? Uh, that we exist in today and, you know, could forecast to see for the foreseeable future. What kind of uh, investment advice and, you know, you can yeah. answer this well, this well, you know, it's not investment advice per se, but. Yeah. So on, on a forum like this, it's all about education, right? It's not about investment advice tailored for any one listener. This is education and insight. Um, you know, my biases tend to be towards low cost financial assets, particularly in the solo 401k context, right? And I have a whole chapter talking about um, alternative investments and why oftentimes they may not be the best to reside inside a solo 401k. 
um, because of, of things like fees, because of things like taxes and, and, and the like. Um, but I, I think, I mean, I, I just, you know, I'm old enough to have lived through, you know, 9-11.com bubble burst, 2008 great financial crisis, uh, now the March 2020 downturn in the market. And, and the one thing I sort of come away with in all that is I don't know the person who made money selling into those things. Meaning, uh, you know, these bad things are going to happen. They're sort of normal if you look at stock market history. And so I think not overreacting, you know, not, you know, there's that saying the, the fierce urgency or the compelling urgency of now. I disagree with that, at least as applied to investment, uh, you know, the investment game. I think if you, you have to look at the long picture. And generally speaking, um, over long periods of time, low cost, well-diversified uh, equity investments tend to do well, right? No guarantees. And I just don't know the person who made the money selling into those downturns, right? I, I think, you know, when you have these downturns, if, if your first in instinct is to sell, I think you need to do some reconsideration and get some more education around the history of equity market returns. Okay, that's a great uh, great answer. Thank you. Um, how about um, again, given everything that you just said, and because it's you know kind of a buzzword, pop culture, and had, I guess has been for a little while now, um, is there opportunities to invest in crypto in solo four hundred one ks? Does that exist yet? Will it yep. come down the pike? What, what are your what's your take, Sean? Yeah, so great question. Um, so. The answer is in a broad sense, yes, right? You can invest in crypto inside a solo 401k. I look at it as if, you, look, I'm not advocating crypto or any particular currency, but if crypto was sort of on your radar, hey, I wanna invest in crypto, I tend to favor investing in a taxable account. I say that for two reasons. One, uh, the lowest cost solo 401ks, the easiest to maintain or what are called pre-approved solo 401ks, Generally speaking, they don't offer crypto, right? So you're gonna have to incur more fees, more compliance, if you wanna have crypto inside the solo 401k. Second thing is, we wanna think about crypto as an asset class, right? What is the market, you know, what does that look like? And I think we can all agree that it's at least somewhat volatile, right? Which is the fancy word for saying it's subject to large declines and large, um, you know, increases, right? Just, just sort of the way it's played out over the last decade. So I think about, well, you know, I understand I've got this chance for a significant loss inside my crypto. Do I want that loss in a solo 401k? The answer is absolutely not, right? If you have a loss in a taxable account, you can sell that asset. We do what they call tax loss harvesting. We take a nice tax loss on our tax return. That loss goes away if the crypto is parked in a solo 401k. So that's a real downside of having crypto inside a solo 401k. For that reason, I'd rather have the crypto inside a taxable account. But now your response is going to be, well, wait a minute. I'm not planning for a loss. I'm planning for a big gain, right? That's the response. And so here's my response to that. Okay, let's say you invest in some cryptocurrency and at 20Xs, right? Of course, that is just a hypothetical for the sake of discussion, right? And let's say you're 30 years old, right? So you put 10,000 in a Roth solo 401k. It 20Xs uh, in crypto, so now it's worth 200,000 in a Roth solo 401k. That could now be the down payment on your home. Depending on where you live, that could be more than 50% of the, the home, right? 
you can have all sorts of flexibility in your life because of this one investment decision. Well, guess what? Inside a Roth solo 401k, trapped for about 29 and a half years, right? Yeah, yes, you could diversify and now you have a better foundation for your retirement. But if you just put it in a taxable account, you pay some capital gains tax, you move on. And now maybe you got the down payment for your home. You know, you have all sorts, you know, you have so much more flexibility. Um, look, if you're in your 70s or 80s, in theory, that would be a great decision. But for somebody in their 30s, the Russell 401k for a 20x asset could actually be a, be a bit of a trap. I'd rather have the financial assets that are not crypto that get your seven, eight, nine percent a year compounding into my Roth solo 401k, access those in retirement, and then have the crypto where, hey, maybe I got a loss and I can tax loss harvest, or maybe I have a big gain that could life, you know, be life changing. And look, I'm that's not advice for you. I'm just saying play it out from a tax perspective. So that's why I'm not a huge fan of crypto inside the solo 401k. Obviously, for everybody to know, uh, in particular, this generation, because this generation is is growing up on this stuff, and this is uh, this is not new to them. They, again, this, they they're growing up, learning about this stuff, and are intrigued to find out more about it. So, all right, I mean, we're getting uh, short on time. Again, I have a you know class coming in, and be excited to uh, tell them that the next podcast is going to drop here soon with you, Sean. So I appreciate your time here this afternoon and, and educating us on the uh, solo four hundred one k. So with that being said, I'll, I'll turn it over to you for final parting words, Sean, with the, the book uh, being launched on October the 4th. Um, why should we buy the book? Let's go. Pitch it here. Elevator pitch. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, the world is changing and folks need to be thinking about being self-employed. And I think for a lot of folks, self-employment is going to be the wave of the future. And if you're working for yourself, the solo 401k can be the best retirement account in terms of building up tax advantage savings and creating more financial freedom for those who work for themselves. There you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, and to you high schoolers out there, take Sean's advice, which is to be nimble and be able to adapt to, uh, you know, again, the economic climates and the change in the job situation. Uh, because, yeah, it changed here back in 2020, uh, but rest assured it's going to continue to change and adapt, and you have to be nimble and be able to evolve to the changes. So uh, thank you very much, Sean. I appreciate your time here on the Stock Showdown podcast. Again, Look out for the book, Solo 401k with Sean Mullaney. Drops October 4th. Amazon? Yep. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, other outlets. Awesome. All right. Thank you again, Sean. Appreciate your time. This is Mr. Anderson and Sean Mullaney signing off. God bless.